Hey, welcome to the Stupid Sexy Podcast, episode 9. My name is Eric. My name is Kathleen. How you doing? Nine times. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ferris Bueller, the, the, I think they oh. called him the dean, not okay. the principal. Ferris has been absent nine times. <laughs> We've done a podcast nine times. <laughs> sorry. It's all right. All right. Uh, I'm sorry that I didn't get that reference. It's either. all right. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> uh, I, I love that movie. Me too. Yeah. Saw uh, that movie in the theater with my mother. Wow. Mm-hmm. I uh, saw that movie for the first time on TV probably ten years after it came out. <laughs> yep. It's probably a little too young for it. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I've never seen a version of it that hasn't been on TV. Oh, really? So I don't know if there's anything in it that is uh, inappropriate. I feel like there's one F-bomb. Huh. I don't know. It was PG-13, right? Mm-hmm. And they're allowed one. Yeah. But when that in cuffs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Having a hot flash. Sorry. Cuffs. Nice. I watched that not too long ago. Really? Kind of holds up. Really? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Sweet. Yeah, or at least it was a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Netflix, I heard you're not a big fan of Max. Ew. No, Max and I have already broken up. <laughs> I wish Max and I could break up. It's still there. <laughs> you can skip over it, though. Okay, yeah, I do. Yeah. Because, I mean... Uh, um, <laughs> I tried it. Yeah, me too. And, and uh, you know, I did it the once, and then it asked me all these uh, bullshit questions. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I guess what it is, is, like, if you're just randomly searching Netflix for something to watch... Mm-hmm. Uh... So, like, it's like, what are you in the mood for? And it mm-hmm. gave me the option of gritty, comedy, or witty. Oh. Which, what the fuck does that mean? Right. And what makes that different than a comedy? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And what if I didn't want any of those? That's the thing. Yeah. I did two times. I got documentaries, romantic comedy, and I don't know. Something else non-related. And then the third time it gave me, like, action and good suggestions. It was like, oh, this is much better. Right. It still didn't work. Yeah. No. Uh, so I chose comedy, even mm-hmm. though I don't know that I was in the mood for a comedy. Right. Uh, then it, yeah, it's like, uh, rate these movies. Mm-hmm. And then it gave me a whole bunch of movies, and I'd either seen none of them mm-hmm. or was never interested in seeing any mm-hmm. of them. Uh, and they were all mostly romantic comedy type things. Really? Yeah. Which uh, clearly was not going through my Netflix history to discover that I never watched a romantic comedy. Yeah. Uh, And then it, so its first suggestion was a Marx Brothers movie. Which, uh, yeah, I just don't have too much of an interest in watching that. Maybe one rainy Sunday afternoon. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I've never seen a Marx Brothers movie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I should. Probably should, at least one. Right. Right. At some point. Right. Uh, but then, so I said no, and then it suggested uh, back to school <laughs> with uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Bring me a picture every ten minutes until someone passes out, and bring one every seven. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
I'd, uh, the only reason I decided to actually watch that was because, like, two weeks ago I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about Back to School, mm-hmm. and it made me interested in seeing it again. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, pure bullshit luck right. that, you know, Netflix mm-hmm. suggested that, and I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Yeah. But, you know, what a horrible way of going around to, to find a movie. Mm-hmm. I picked documentaries the first time and told it that I had seen two art documentaries. Boom. Art documentaries. That's all it recommended to me. Then the second time, when I picked action, I hadn't seen any of the things it wanted me to rate, Mm -hmm. except for an animated Iron Man movie. Boom. 70 animated superhero movies and nothing (laughs) else. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Me and Max are done. Uh, I mean, their normal recommendation system is uh, not great No, anyway. definitely not. Uh, like, uh, what was... Like, I posted a picture on uh, my Facebook uh, a couple weeks ago of uh, <laughs> yeah. something, and it was... Because, yeah, I picked this uh, drama about, you know, uh, like a garage band forming in the 60s, mm-hmm. and then it recommended to me the Country Bears. <laughs> what? That's awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah, they need to, uh, for their, their streaming service anyway, they need to figure out how to better work their search function, Mm -hmm. and how to put everything that they have on streaming, like, you know, on there. Yeah, I don't understand why that doesn't happen. Right. Because, yeah, if I go on their website and search a movie, and Uh I can find something that's streaming, but it will never list it Uh -uh. in the uh, the actual, you know, know, interface. Nope. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. I mean... But I still love you, Netflix. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was just watching the record files earlier today. <laughs> Still? Still. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm on season four. Really? Yeah. How, many, how many years did they do that? Six. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I think the sixth season was truncated, so uh, it's not a full 20 episodes or whatever. Gotcha. Or 50 episodes like they did back in the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, because I'm also watching interspersed uh, old episodes of the Twilight Zone. Mm. And like, yeah, seasons are like, 47 episodes! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they still don't have... I think it's the third season. It's the fourth season. Why? That's the one with all the good episodes! There's good episodes. In yeah, the but they're episodes. better in the, ones that, the one that's not streaming <laughs> on Netflix. I've seen To Serve Man and... Uh, yeah? The, uh, what's, uh, what's another good one? Uh, I can never remember the titles. What about the one where all the power goes out in the neighborhood? Uh, that one was there, yeah. Uh, Burgess Meredith in the library? That yeah, was like in the first season. Yeah. <clears throat> the little boy who makes the wishes. Also, oh, uh, yeah. Really? Yep. Maybe I'm full of shit then. Yeah. Uh, Robert Duvall in the dollhouse? Uh, is Robert Duvall in that? What? There's a dollhouse in a museum. Haven't gotten to that one. Okay. If if it is on there. Okay. What about uh, Eye of the Beholder? Have, oh, yeah. That's on there. I love that yeah. one. Yeah. <clears throat> the 
They're all ugly and she's not. Right? Spoiler. (laughs) 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 Oh, ooh. What about the one where the guy's dying and he makes his family wear the masks? Uh, nope. Okay. But again, also right. pulling part partway through. So. But yeah, they they don't. There is a full season of Twilight Zone that is not on Netflix. Yeah, yeah don't get it. No, nor I. Uh, I think pretty much everyone in the world does not get why that is happening. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> No. Yeah. So, uh, happy Fourth of July. Hey, America, fuck yeah! (laughs) (laughs) We have to use that for break music. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is, uh, we usually record on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. We also usually record, uh, weeks earlier than we have. Well, no, technically, well, technically, we're on schedule at this point. We are point. not on schedule. We're like two days early. Yeah. Yeah. We just, uh, there was, there was no show for June. Sorry. Yeah. But, you My know, fault. We're only like about a week or two late. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, things got weird around May or so. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but got busy. Yeah. Uh so hopefully we're we're back on schedule now. And uh it's not like anything huge happened anyway. Not really. Yeah. Mm. Uh I mean we'll probably pretty much only just talk about movies and shit. Yeah. Which that's is all fun. I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, cause I like movies. I like movies too. Uh, um What have I seen? Have we seen more oh, we talked about Star Trek. We talked about Star Trek, yeah. Did I see something after Star Trek other than The Man of Steel? I know I did. What did you see? I saw This is the End. Oh, really? Yeah. I have wanted to see it. I just keep prioritizing my money right. differently. Yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. It's great. You know what? I have a free, I've earned a free movie at Regal. Maybe I'll use it for yeah. that. Cool. Uh, yeah, I saw that opening weekend mm-hmm. uh, for five bucks, you know, nice. first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, recommend everybody. To, well, no, I don't recommend everybody do that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> scratch that. That, that <laughs> ruins the point of me going to the movie theater at ten o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you. Everybody, just keep going to your your 9 p.m. Friday shows Mm -hmm. and just leave me the hell alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because go back and listen to the last episode to figure out what happens (laughs) when I went to a Friday evening show. In the clouds. In the clouds. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have seen anything between Star Trek and Man of Steel. I saw Despicable Me 2 last night. Really? Yeah. It's I've hilarious. Never seen the first one. So. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I know uh the the trailer for it played before Man of Steel and then mm-hmm. my friend was uh giddy and giggly during mm-hmm. it, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every movie I saw a trailer wait. Every time I saw that trailer in front of a movie, 
a kid in the audience went, Beetle, 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 long after the trailer was over. But for some reason, I didn't mind. Hmm. They sat before the movie. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, did I see anything else other than that? Yeah, I think this is the end of Man of Steel, and the only things I've seen in the theater since. So. Yeah. Did I? I can't put uh-uh. Nothing else would have come out, would it? I don't think so, but this month is going to be big. Yeah. Big. <clears throat> I know that, uh. Uh. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that it's already getting some, some, uh, bad, uh, reviews. Oh. But I still kind of want to see The Lone Ranger. Oh, totally. My dad and I are going to go, actually. Really? I have not seen a movie in the theater with my father since Dances with Wolves. Wow. Mm hmm. 20 years, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he wants to go see The Lone Ranger, so. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I know my mom, she's working today for some reason, but. I uh, noticed that when I pulled in. Yeah. Uh, but she said, depending on when she gets out of work, mm-hmm. she might go see it. I don't know when that is going right. to be, but uh, uh, had we not been doing this, I probably would have gone with her to see that. Oh, yeah, it's all right. All right. Uh, she and my dad made other plans for the evening, so it's not like I'm going to see them at all anyway. So gotcha. whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that, that may be uh, a uh, early morning mm-hmm. five dollar show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pacific Rim is coming out. Dude. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. Do you remember, like, a really long time ago, when dubstep wasn't that popular and or poke fun of Right. Uh, and you asked me what dubstep was? Right. And at the time, all I could think of was, it sounds like French robots having angry sex. Uh-huh. But I wish that the thought, the theory of Pacific Rim had been around at that point, because I would have been like, that, that, that. <laughs> That's dubstep. That. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, well, I mean, I love Guillermo del Toro anyway. Yep. So nothing's gonna stop me from seeing any nope. of his movies in the theater. Mm-mm. Uh, I think Hellboy is the only one I haven't seen in the theater. Really? The first. I saw the second. Right. Yeah. I never saw uh, uh, Mimic. Oh, no, I didn't see that either. <laughs> and I still haven't. I still haven't yeah. seen it either, yeah. Um, and, you know, Kronos, I never saw in the theater. Ah, uh, well, just because we live in buttfuck Ohio. Yeah. I do remember it playing at the Neon, though, when it came out. Really? Yep. Yeah. Um, what was that, early 90s, mm-hmm. mid-90s? Uh, I also never saw The Devil's Backbone in the theater. Uh, but that definitely never played around here. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Blade 2, uh, Pants Labyrinth, all the Hellboys, mm-hmm. both the Hellboys. <laughs> is, he, yeah. that, is that it for him? I feel like there's one other, but I always forget if it's just produced by or directed by. Right. Huh. Yeah. I think that might be it. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote The Hobbit. Co-wrote. Co-wrote, yeah. Well, he was attached to the director yeah. all this time. I'm kind of glad he didn't, as much as I love him. Right. I'm kind of glad that it stayed the same style. I, uh... 
this may just be my uh, first reaction to uh, Tim Burton, <laughs> but uh, I, I enjoy it when uh, directors, uh, like other than Hellboy, I like the fact that he, or I guess Blade 2, I like the fact that he pretty much just does his own thing whenever he can. Yeah. Uh, unlike Tim Burton, who hasn't made an original film in decades. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah. I haven't even... When I was, like, 16, 16-year-old me would not believe that me now would be sitting here going, "Ick!" when talking about Tim Burton. Right. I mean, he was... fallen from the heavens. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I was a huge fan of his. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just his... Insistence on only working with Johnny Depp. Yeah, making his boyfriend kill his girlfriend in every movie. Right. It's weird. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the fact that, yeah, everything he's made is either a remake mm-hmm. or an adaptation mm-hmm. or, you know, just something that, yeah. that isn't his. Yeah. You know? Just, I don't get what happened. No. Frank and Weenie was okay. But also newer... a remake. Yeah, yeah. It was okay, though. Right, yeah. And, yeah, I'm sure it was, because yeah. it, it was once based on, <laughs> on a really like good it. idea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would you say Nightmare Before Christmas was the last good one? Uh, I liked Ed Wood. That was before, right? Uh, I think it was after. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm old. I think. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you for sure. Yeah. Um... I mean, I liked Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow was okay. Yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. Uh, I never saw Big Fish. Oh, oh, okay, exception. That is like when when David Lynch did the movie about the guy who drives the tractor across the uh, country. Yeah. That is Tim Burton's version. version. Of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Big Fish. A lot of people think it's really stupid. I love it. I uh, never saw it. My ex-girlfriend had it on DVD for the longest time, and we just never got around mm-hmm. to watching it. But, uh, I have it. Let me know if you'd like to borrow it sometime. Right. Actually, it's streaming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give that a shot. Max if will I never can, uh, suggest it to you. Huh? Max will never suggest Probably it to you. Probably not. <laughs> Max is an inconsiderate dad. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I watched Dark Shadows uh, a couple weeks ago. It's a turd. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, every good part of it was in the trailer. Oh, I'm and, sure, and, yeah. I mean, that is it. Yeah. Like, it just it, it makes no sense on top of it all. Like, like just zero logic whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's awful. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Sweeney Todd wasn't too bad, because I like that musical. I mean, right. it's kind of hard to fuck it up. I won't watch that, because right. it's, it's a musical. It's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, boring. Tim Burton got boring. Yep. Uh, Tim Burton sold out. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say he... Kind of always did. But, oh, I don't you know. know. Not Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands. Those no. weren't sell-out movies. Batman, though. And I love Batman. Mm. But, you know. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, but 
you know, at the time he was also still good. Yeah. Still like like alternating, like and, and like doing his own thing, uh, you know, on top of you know yeah. that. You know. Yeah. Oh well. And I just read a quote a quote recently where he kinda um poo pooed comic books. Yeah. Which made me respect him even less. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean I read that a while back. I, it's yeah. an old quote. I had just never Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, it was something Kevin Smith involved uh-huh. with that. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I think, it, as a matter of fact, I think it was from the time he was attached to do Superman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a terrible fucking idea. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Yep. Should we segue with that? Sure. Yeah, because I, I thought it was a terrible idea for Zack Snyder to get his grubby little hands on it, too. I was not excited. No. Yeah. Um, and neither one of us know what the other thinks about the movie yet, by the way. Right. This Dear is listeners. The first we have ever talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, other than, I, I think, we both decided that. Oh, and we both talked about how we missed it up a little bit in the trailer. Uh, hell yeah. 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 We have talked about that. Yeah. And, uh, we, we, yeah, we, uh, we were trying to figure out when we were going to record again. We we both made the decision. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to see Man of Steel before we do this so we can talk about it. Because mm-hmm. I want to talk about it. <laughs> Me too. Uh, and I, I have uh, with our friend Joe G, mm-hmm. uh, but off air. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've not publicly let my opinions known because mm-hmm. everybody is waiting with bated breath. <laughs> All six of you. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, but but uh, so so snack yeah, Snyder. <laughs> hey, no, that seems appropriate. Uh, uh, what do you? Th- I think we've talked about this before, but what do you think of him overall? I love Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Uh, I like the three hundred for. I mean, for what it was. I mean, it was pretty. It was a stylistic movie, possibly more about style than substance, but mm-hmm. if I think if you go into that, focusing on that instead of the substance, then you're not going to be disappointed. I liked Watchmen. I don't know why you're cringing. Because everybody hated that movie, and I don't get it. I don't think everybody hated that movie. Really? Yeah. Did you hate it? I Loved it when I saw it the first time, mm-hmm. and then I rewatched it, mm-hmm. and I thought this is a chore. Really? Yeah. But also not a fan of the comic. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's vastly overrated. I think I it's think... overrated, but I still think it's awesome. Yeah, it's but I still a... think it's overrated. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I think uh, there are a ton of other things out there that Alan Moore have written that are way better, mm-hmm. uh, including V for Vendetta, which is actually my favorite thing that he's written. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought 300 was boring. Really? Yeah. I thought it was gorgeous, and that's what I think what kept me going. It was pretty, but mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, I was so bored throughout. For for a movie about just a bunch of dudes fighting, <laughs> it was boring. <laughs> that's <a> good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked Watchmen the very first time I saw it, mm-hmm. and I think that was mostly just, like, it's the Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, this is the unfilmable comic, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, you know, he did it, and it's not terrible. But- the only thing I thought when leaving the theater after seeing Watchmen was thinking, wow, people who have never read the comics are not going to like this. They're not going to get it. Right. They're not going to see the point. Right. I think that's... 
Yeah. Because, uh, cause, yeah, yeah, Watchmen is definitely a book that you read if you've got a lot of experience with superhero comics. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the whole point of it is to take those things apart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not... Yeah. I do think Watchmen... Yeah, I think it has my favorite opening sequence. Oh, it's a great fucking opening ever. Sequence. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 history. Of, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm getting look, look, look. <laughs> Goosebumps. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I mean, yeah, there. Are, it's not a bad movie. I just Mm-mm. did not enjoy it a second time. Gotcha. Um, I did not like Sucker Punch. <laughs> I always forget about Sucker Punch. Because, yeah, when it was over, I think I just sat there and blinked for a little while. <laughs> there were a couple parts. Oh, yeah. That were amazing. Uh-huh. But on the whole, did not see the point of that movie at all. Nope. And, uh, you know, and, yeah, like, we get into the whole... You know, female empowerment aspect of it or whatever. Yeah, but uh, for the most part, to me, it was just like, this is like watching somebody play the world's most boring video game. Yes. Yes. And it had, like, many of my favorite things. Chicks that kick ass. Right. Love it. Big robots. Yeah. Retro weaponry and uh, stylistic elements. Right. And Bjork. They play Army of Me during okay. one of the battle scenes. All right. And it still managed to get fucked up. Yeah. I also don't like movies that are basically just uh, music videos. And that's what it was. Yeah. It was a music video. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh... So, Snake has made one good movie. <laughs> I think he's made one good movie in between the other three one and a half good movies. <laughs> Not counting Man of Steel. Right. Because we haven't talked about it yet. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I like Dawn of the Dead a lot, and I think it's because he wasn't as prone to do all the things that he is now pretty much known for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Also a brilliant opening sequence oh, in yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, strong script. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did he write that? No. That okay. was uh, James Gunn. Really? Yep. Really? The writer of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I'll be damned. And, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I feel stupid because I'm pretty sure you told me that on another podcast. Yeah. yeah. But I love James Gunn. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> have, you, have you yet to see the specials? I do have to see the specials. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, I believe he wrote that. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty funny. Yeah. And of course, Dawn of the Dead and, uh, uh, Slither, of course. Yeah. 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 And, this uh, is amazing. Super as well. The one with, uh, um... Rain Wilson and, uh, Ellen Page, Kevin Bacon. Oh. I was thinking special. Oh, the one with super. Michael Rappaport. Yeah. yeah. I think I have to see Super. You should. Okay. Yeah. I'll check that out. All right. Maybe, hmm. maybe if I remember, you'll leave here today with oh, it. Oh, word. Right. <laughs> Although, yeah, I think it's also streaming. Is it? Yeah, it's okay. on Netflix. Yeah. All right. So, I'll check it out. Fuck that. I'm keeping my DVD. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
It won't be watched tonight, though. Right. Jason, I called Jason. He was like, you want to you do something tonight? I was like, yeah, but I'd like to stay at home because, you know, my dog's right. special needs. Yeah. Um, Old dogs are. She's more special needs right. than others, let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, fireworks yeah. involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's like, oh, maybe we can watch a documentary. I was like, no, we can't. <laughs> We're watching Independence Day, Jason. <laughs> this is the day we reclaim our independence. <laughs> Watching a documentary on the Fourth of July. The hell is wrong with that kid? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is he thinking? Right. And then, like Independence Day is like one of his top ten movies, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because shit gets blown. No. Um. He told me today he doesn't think he's seen it since he saw that one in the theater. Really? But he does love the Roland Emmerich. Yeah. Loves him. He loves him, and he loves the uh, cities getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because right. he's a fucking hippie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Something's wrong with that kid. I know. Alright. He's a he's a riddle wrapped in a mystery <laughs> surrounded by a beard. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever known this, but uh one of the uh uh one of the times that uh, he and I went to space uh up in Columbus, the small press and comic expo. Uh and this was before you were ever in the picture or uh-huh. anything like that. And uh uh it was him, me, Pat, and Doogie all sharing a table, and then like three of our friends from Dayton all like came up and just hung out. Mm-hmm. So it was just me at the table with uh, uh, Lauren uh, yeah. and Juliet. Uh-huh. And so they were talking, and they were talking about Jason and how uh, yeah, because because Lauren works at uh, her at the time she worked at uh, Christopher's, which is a restaurant mm-hmm. that Jason goes to every single day, right? <laughs> and uh, so they're like, yeah, all the waitresses there, just, they love him. Like, they're obsessed with him because, like, he just comes in and he's so mysterious. <laughs> and I just started laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not. No. <laughs> it's like he just sits in the corner and he's either reading or he's, you know, got his sketchbook out and he's just so mysterious. You know, what's he working on? And... It was like, he's just drawing dumb comics about dumb puns. Right. <laughs> he's drawing cheesecake olive oil pictures. <laughs> <laughs> he should totally draw a comic about that now, actually. That would be perfect for him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Zack Snyder. Uh, yeah, Zack Snyder. Yeah, and then uh, David Goyer is the writer of Man of Steel. And <clears throat> I have issues with David Goyer. What else has he done? He, well, <laughs> he he did co-write the, uh, the three uh, Nolan Batman movies. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, oh, right. Which you are not a fan of. I love Batman Begins. Right. Uh, do not like the Dark Knight and have yet to see the Dark Knight Rises. Still, still, wow, refusing. I respect uh, that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but uh, his his other credits, uh, he wrote the three Blade movies and directed Blade Trinity. Oh. Uh, and the TV show based on Blade. Oh. Uh, he also wrote a, and directed a movie called The Invisible, 
Uh, it's about a kid who is almost dead and his half ghost is trying to get people to help him. Huh. Yeah. Uh, horribly remo- reviewed movie. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just, just widely panned. Um, and he also co-wrote uh, the Just Society of America for a long while. Oh. With uh, well, Jeff that's Johns. Something. Oh, with Jeff Johns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and for a very long while, every time there was a new comic book movie getting announced, he was attached as the writer. Okay. Uh, he's terrible. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think... Because Blade 1 and Blade 2 work, because I think the directors of those movies, you know, just took it over. Uh-huh. And, and did what they were going to do, uh-huh. you know, and just, you know, used his script as a base. Right. And I think that's the same with the Batman movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nolan just like, oh, hey, that's great, okay, here's what I'm going to do with it. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, and then, of course, you know, with Blade Trinity, at least, and the Blade TV show. Which I've never watched, by the way. And you never should. I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, you should only watch the pilot if you ever want to see what Randy Quaid did before he just went nuts and disappeared. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and for a sly reference to the Moon Knight. Really? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, David Goyer is awful, mm. and so uh, he was uh, left alone to write The Man of Steel uh, by himself. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but I think a script, like you mentioned, is a base, and a producer and a director can right. make it what they want. Right. And so, yeah, so we're left with Zack Snyder, who's zippy. <laughs> you, if you're than me, if you yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Chris Nolan. And, and Chris Nolan producing. Mm-hmm. And David Goyer writing. And what we wind up with is The Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Which I think I've come to the decision that I did not like. Did you hate it? I did not hate it. Okay. Because there are so many good parts to it. Yeah. But none of it adds up. Really? Yeah. Now I kind of want to watch it again. <laughs> I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, When the movie was over, I saw it with my friend Amanda. Mm -hmm. And uh, once we got over the confusion of why there was a fireworks display going on when we left the theater, Mm -hmm. uh, this was about a week ago. Yeah, Green County did their fireworks last week. I don't really know. Yeah. 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 Uh, So we were sitting in the car, and she was like, so what do you think? And I was like, I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I just kind of feel dead inside. <laughs> she was like, why? Because I, like, I just sat through four hours of relentless destruction. I feel like someone just fucked me in my tummy. That was the part I really, like, and I feel like at some point I even did this. I People can't see me, but, like, I'm doing the board posture. Right, yeah. During all of that destruction. Right. Like what I just said about yeah. uh, 300. There's, I mean, it's not, it feels like it's like five hours long, just the, the action sequence. Because mm. it's all at the end. But I, I think it's only like 40 minutes long. But how can you get so bored by so much action? I, I don't even know that it was bored. It just looked like somebody showing off. Yeah. Like, look at me. Look what we can do. 
We can do. Right. We can make two guys destroy, like, two cities. Right. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. Yeah, it seems it's like an overreaction to what everyone was saying about Superman Returns. Yeah, Just like, absolutely. Superman doesn't punch anything. Right. We're going to have him punch the shit out of <laughs> everything. Right. Yeah. And while I do think that level of destruction is perhaps even a little more realistic than what Superman and Zod have done in previous incarnations, right. it was too fucking much. Yeah, it was. They fucking level Smallville and Metropolis. Yeah. They level them. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> which also makes Superman one of the greatest mass murderers in history. <laughs> right. Entire skyscrapers come tumbling down. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just felt sick to my stomach after I watching that. I did not that. like that part at all. Uh, and so, we're just gonna spoil the fuck out of Man of Steel. I don't Are give we? a shit, yeah. Okay. Uh, cause, cause part of why I don't like it is involved with, with spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but before we get to that, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do want to talk about the stuff I did like. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not all negative. Right, no. Yeah, I'm not some asshole. No. I am. But... <laughs> I... Okay. Uh, I loved the Krypton stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 It was great. Yeah, it was. Like, like you know, the movie opens with that, and I'm just like, this is gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, Sidebar, the head yeah. of the council plays death in Supernatural, which yeah. was awesome. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> A proceed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I loved the 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 scenery mm-hmm. and the, the the setting of it and the costumes, oh, which yeah. were so much better than the Donner oh, yeah. foil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like and and it seemed like they because they kind of look a little bit like the John Byrne redesigns mm-hmm. from like the the mid eighties when mm-hmm. he rebooted Superman, mm-hmm. but you know just a lot more ornate and alien looking and, mm-hmm. and yeah yeah it was great beautiful uh you know and then yeah just every scene that took place on Krypton was was fantastic mm-hmm. I loved Russell Crowe as Jor El yeah he was I don't want to like Russell Crowe I, I don't really either. don't want to like him but he's fucking cool oh yeah <laughs> I mean yeah like like I'm not a Russell Crowe guy no. I mean, I've seen some of his movies, yeah. and I've enjoyed them yep. and him in them. He's a good actor. Yep. But, yeah, just as a person, I don't want to support him. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, this was no man with the iron fists. But, <laughs> it's definitely yeah. his second best role, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I, I liked all that. Mm-hmm. I like the Krypton stuff a lot. Uh, the, um, I, I liked, uh, the end. No, yeah, <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah, I liked Michael Shannon as Zod. Yeah, I did too. Uh, uh, it took him a little bit to grow on me. He is quietly terrifying, though. Oh, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, yeah, no matter what movie you ever see him in, he is always quietly terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you seen the clip of him online where he reads? Do you remember that sorority girl's yeah. letter? Have I have you not seen, seen the clip? that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me want to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, I liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and- I liked Feora. Feora was great. Feora might be my favorite part of the movie, oh, yeah. honestly. She's awesome. <laughs> she kicked ass. <laughs> Sorry. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that is one of the parts that I loved mm-hmm. about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Henry Cable was great. I did too. Uh, like I, I'm just, okay with the lack of spit curl, finally. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently, unlike the rest of the world, I don't have a problem with his chest hair, either. Is that a thing? That's a thing. People are gross. Yep. <laughs> I have no problem with his chest hair, either. Yeah. Uh, um... Can I just say, I've seen one instance of this mentioned online. Okay. I saw it myself in the theater and thought that it was just a weird trick of the effect. Okay. There is a scene when, as Superman, Henry Cavill tilts his face up and a ray of light shines on him and uh-huh. his features get kind of distorted. Uh-huh. I would bet a paycheck they have inserted Christopher Reeve's face in there. Hmm. Because for one second I was like, wow, he looked like Christopher Reeve in that shot. And uh, I feel like it's just a little tiny sneak tribute. And it was beautiful. I did not see that. Okay. Uh, I've not seen any mention of that. Mm-hmm. I think as a whole, though, I think, and, and uh, I've told a few people like this, uh, I think that Henry Cavill does have some Christopher Reeves-like, you know, uh, you know uh, attributes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, and this surprised me the most, he also looks a lot like Tom Welling. From Smallville. Yeah, it's the curly hair. And there, like, there are scenes where it's like that looks exactly like Tom Welling. Yeah. And so he's like, it's like if Christopher Reeves and Tom Welling fucked and then gave them maybe <laughs> steroids and chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought he was he was good, mm-hmm. you know, uh, given what he was given. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's, you know, we'll get all into that. Uh, Are they going to let Goyer write the second one? Hmm? They've already commissioned a sequel, right? Yeah, oh yeah. You think Goyer's going to write it? Probably, yeah. Um, For the first time ever, and and, uh, if you go back through old episodes of the Stupid Sexy Podcast, Mm -hmm. you will hear my opinion on this uh, plainly. Right. I liked Lois Lane for once. So did I, which is exactly why I think she was a terrible Lois Lane. Okay. (laughs) One of my least favorite parts of the movie. Alright. Lois Lane is the type of person who I would never want to be friends with. Uh I would be able to tolerate her for ten minutes. She's tenacious, persnickety, bossy, uh, nosy. All of these things that I don't like. Right. And this Lois Lane was none of those things. She was a little bit of those things. Not Lois Lane amounts of those things. But not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, to me, a fatal flaw when you're trying to have a character that you're supposed to sympathize with. Uh, Agreed. Um, 
I don't know. See, I never had a problem with not having sympathy for Lois, which is maybe the beauty of her original character. I never had a problem with not having any sympathy or empathy. I just wouldn't want to hang out with her in real life. Hmm. I still felt that she was a good representation of a female character. Right. I think that's fine. You need to have that character mm-hmm. in, in stories like this. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that it works if uh, we're all supposed to be you know, rooting for Superman to finally, you know, mm-hmm. uh, get with her and, 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 you know, be the the romantic, you know, oh, uh, yeah. you know lead to, to his yeah. character. Uh, I think you do need someone who uh, can be likable and still possess some of those qualities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that uh, that was a uh, good thing. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and, I, I, and she wasn't dumb. No, you know? no. And I hate it when they make her dumb. Right. Lois Lane in Smallville was never dumb. Right. She was a good Lois Lane. Uh, Margot Kidder was dumb yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, and, and, you know, it doesn't hurt that uh, Amy Adams is adorable. She is. Uh, she is. I, she did a great job. She wasn't a poor actress or anything like that. I just did not like that version of Lois Lane. Yeah. Well, I did. As a Lois Lane. Right, right. I, yeah, I thought she was she was great as Lois, and yeah. that is the type of Lois that I want to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully with, uh, less terrible dialogue, like, Perry, I am a Pulitzer-winning journalist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks for slapping me in the face with that yeah. iron skillet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence Fishburne was fine. I didn't know that he was Perry White. Okay, yeah. Uh, I knew that. Uh, but, Did not know going in. You know, uh, overall, every Daily Planet aspect of this movie was not necessary to it. Right, yeah, agreed. Or, or just yeah. You know, not utilized to, to its full potential. Um, it is an origin story, though. Yeah, so. and I've got problems with that. Yeah. You know, why? The one character, the one fictional character that never needs to have his origin told is Superman. Yeah. Uh, even if you're doing new things with it, which they claim to have done here, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't need to be told again. Mm-mm. Ever. Uh, you know, I mean, we just sat through ten years of Smallville. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because, cause, I mean, they even utilized the whole, you know, urban legend of the guy who... True, true. ...miraculously goes around saving people mm-hmm. and nobody ever sees him and, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Not to great effect here, but... No. Uh, you know, they, they tried. Yeah. And, and, but, again, that that's pretty much what Smallville was. Yeah. Um... Uh, but, 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 yeah, but maybe a tenth of the people that saw Man of Steel were Smallville watchers. That's true. <clears throat> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel everybody knows who Superman is. Everybody knows where he came from. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If, see, the more I sit here and think about it, the more I don't know if I agree. Because there were a lot of little kids right. in, in the viewing, the showing I went to. Mm-hmm. A lot of little kids. And yeah, they know Superman... He's from Krypton, and right. he grew up in Smallville, and he fights crime in Metropolis. 
but they don't know all that stuff about him, and that is important for new Superman fans to see to make more Superman fans. I don't know that that's necessarily true. No? Yeah. Uh, I think, it, well, maybe not to make and keep the fans, but that's an important part of his story that a six-year-old might not know and still needs to know. Right. Uh, it always comes down to me that, uh, you know, you, you read All-Star Superman, Mm -hmm. and that origin is told in four panels. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and, and that is it. <laughs> that is only four panels of eight words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. Pre-credit pre -credit sequence. Mm -hmm. if, if, uh, you know, Which yeah. Zack Snyder is the master of. He told 30 years of history in the pre-credits of Watchmen. Right, so. yeah. Yeah. Good call. Uh -huh. Um, and also, you know, and, and I've said this before, uh, somewhere. <laughs> it's I, recorded. <laughs> it, I either wrote it or I said it. <clears throat> you know, I mean, when I first started getting into comics, you know, I, you know, I would, I mean, comics were like, like, you know, one of the first issues of the X-Men I ever read was like issue 236. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know who any of these characters are. Mm -hmm. And I'm just reading this story in the middle of a storyline. And uh, I wanted more. And so mm -hmm. I went back and searched for more. And eventually I grew to right. learn everything about the characters. Right. <clears throat> and I, I think that uh, it's not necessary to have you know, that, you know, in a movie, especially about Superman. Right. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I think there are certain characters who don't need to have their origins ever told, and that's uh, Superman, Batman, Batman. Spider-Man, and the Hulk. And the Hulk is iffy, but yeah, definitely the, the other three. Yeah. And they've done... Each of those twice on film. Yeah, now, you know? yeah, <clears throat> this is true. Wow. Um, uh, Man of Steel. Uh, we were at what you like, uh, right? Up to Lois Lane. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. So I really liked it. Lois mm -hmm. Lane, you know, for the first time in any iteration mm -hmm. of her character. Um. And uh, I really liked Kevin Costner as Pa Kent. Fuck yeah! So did I! But, did not like Pa Kent. Pa Kent was kind of a dick. Yep. I I, act, I didn't like him, but I liked the take on the character. Uh-huh. Um, it's weird because... Because jor is usually the dick. Right, yeah. Because Krypton is right. the cold, hard, logical, right. you know, alien mm -hmm. planet. Uh, and the whole point of Pa Kent, the whole point of the Kents is... It's his humanity. Right, and mm -hmm. they're teaching Clark, you know, uh, that, that you know, they're teaching Clark the Spider-Man lesson. Yeah, which right. Which is that with great power <laughs> right, comes great right. responsibility. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that they're basically teaching him, you know, morals and, and you know, good grounding, and, you know, that's why... You know, when Superman flies around, you know, he is just Clark Kent in a cape. Mm -hmm. And that right. Clark Kent with the glasses is the disguise. Right. You know, the, you know that is, you know, 
that is the fiction. The real mm-hmm. person is Superman because he is he is good and moral because he was raised mm-hmm. by his loving parents who taught him everything good about the world. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, they teach him to hide and let people die. Right. Yeah. Because people will hate you otherwise. Yep. And that is not Paul Kent. No. But, god damn it, I nearly teared up every single time Kevin Costner came on the screen. Yep. <laughs> and can we talk about the nuh uh sure. I, I, I don't want to spoil that. Okay. But the nuh uh <laughs> I thought I was going to have to leave the theater. <laughs> I was like... <clears throat> yeah. I, um... Because he listened to him! Right, yeah. His uh, own father! Right. Sorry. No. Um, when I said I nearly teared up uh, whenever Kevin Costner would come on screen, mm-hmm. I fucking cried every time Kevin <laughs> Costner came on screen. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I am a giant pussy. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, the, the nuh-uh scene, mm-hmm. um, that is, again, get fucking teared up when yeah. that happened, but at the same time also angry. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause there's just, it's just, there's wrong lessons that Clark should have been taught. And, and I get it in the context of the movie, mm-hmm. and again fucking cried like a baby mm-hmm. but uh you know just yeah like it's weird that i have so, so much dislike for the character but loved his portrayal right well and i don't necessarily know that it was about learning the wrong lessons i think that the not the moral but the the difference in this iteration was n- having faith in humanity mm-hmm. not I'm going to save humanity, waiting for the time when humanity is ready for me to save them. Right. Does that even make a little sense? It does. And that was the lesson that Pa Kent was trying to impart. Was Yeah, no, you should do the right thing, but there's a time and a place, and if you do it too soon, they're going to lynch you. Right. Or try to, because you're fucking Superman. Right. And yeah, I get all that, Mm -hmm. but it's just... I love that there was no Krypton in this one, though. Kryptonite. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. I hope they kind of keep it out of the rest uh, of the movies. So do I! <clears throat> um, yeah, I was so afraid that that was going to happen, though, mm-hmm. uh, when uh, Superman uh, goes aboard the, the Kryptonian ship and mm-hmm. uh, collapses. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. No. Right? Me too! Right? Yeah. Uh, luckily, they, they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, it made so much more sense, the way they did it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I need to spoil the uh-uh scene to make a point. Really? Um, because it's just another one of the problems I had with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so the scene we're talking about mm-hmm. uh, is basically, it's you know, spoiler, it's Pa Kent's death scene. We all know Pa Kent dies. Right. Uh, although I will say that I am a fan of having both of the Kents alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started reading comics, they were both alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the uh, the John Byrne uh, reboot of Superman, and then really? in the animated series, oh, and yeah. uh, 
You know, uh, I pretty much wrote off Smallville entirely after uh, John Schneider's uh, character died. Really? Yeah, mm. and uh, he was alive during the Lois and Clark uh, New Adventures of Superman. I never watched series. Lois and Clark. I never but, watched. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of having the Kents alive mm-hmm. and being a uh, support and guide for him. Mm-hmm. But I also know that that's not always the case. Right. And I'm also fine with that. But in the first Superman movie... Uh, when Pa Kent dies, uh, it's, he has a heart attack in the middle of a field. Mm-hmm. And, and also, this is, you know, the Clark Kent that has been raised to, to do as much good as possible. Mm-hmm. And taught what I feel are better lessons in mm-hmm. that movie than in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, cause I think there, there's a line in the first movie, uh, the, like the Richard Donner Superman, where he's like, you know, you're, you're not, you weren't put on this earth to, you know, score touchdowns. You were right, you know, put on right. this earth for something better. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like that's something that this Pa Kent ever did for him. Mm. Like, like mm. I get what you were saying, yeah. and I remember there were lines of dialogue mm-hmm. sort of leading to that, but not outright. Mm-hmm. But then in the first movie when Pa Kent dies of a heart attack, you know, that is like such a moment for Clark because he was like, there was absolutely nothing I could have done with all of these powers to save him. Mm-hmm. And that is so much more heartbreaking and builds so much more character for Clark that the scene in this movie where Pa Kent dies is something that Clark could have saved him from mm-hmm. and just didn't because of the fear that Pa had instilled in him, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like, I feel like it's an updated twist on his development. I mean, that was the 70s, and it's always kind of unclear, like, when Clark Kent lands in Smallville in the Donner Superman, it Mm -hmm. looks like it's fucking 1942, you know? Right. So it's always kind of unclear, and then maybe in the 50s, when he's um, in high school. Right. With bobby socks and poodle skirts. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's in 1970s New York City. Because, again, it's not Metropolis. They didn't even try. Anyway. (laughs) um, So, they're putting Clark and Superman in a more naive, more hopeful time. But, you know, I still feel like the basic elements of Superman are timeless. Agreed. And I think that something like that is something that you know, carry over no matter when. Because, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you know, I, I hate to bring up something personal for you, but, mm. you know, like like your father, you know, possibly had a stroke a couple mm-hmm. months ago. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you had superpowers, there is still nothing you right. could have done to stop that. Right. And, and, I mean, I know you were in a bad way when it happened. And just imagine if, like, you could do anything in the world. Right. And that is the one thing you couldn't do. I mean, that, to me, just... Is timeless to the core. Yeah, yeah. No amount of technology and, and you know, modern day hoo-ha could ever change mm-hmm. the power of that. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I do agree with you. I'm just saying I don't mind the twist on right. on the, the lesson right. he's learning. I think could have been better if, you know, maybe he made the attempt but just wasn't able to do it. Just for whatever reason, just, you know, it's hard to talk about this without saying exactly what right. happens there. But 
Okay, let's... A uh, second too late. The hesitation makes right. him a second too late. Right. Yeah. You know, just something happens that prevents him from getting there. Right. And, uh, you know, because at the same time, you know, it's also a Clark that's not fully developed with right. all his powers. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, mm-hmm. there's any way that that could have played out other than the way it did that I think would have been better. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to agree to disagree with you on that one. All right. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Uh, maybe if her want to talk about this piece. I really liked... I feel like I've watched so much sci-fi that has centered on the effects or the aftermath mm-hmm. of terraforming. Right. But have never seen terraforming... Done. In effect. Right. I loved that. Right. I thought, like, because... You know, you use your imagination, you think, oh, how would they terraform? They'd have to build a bubble, and blah, 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 and do this, and it w- I just really like their take on how that would be done, how right. that would be accomplished. Yeah, uh, yeah I enjoyed the aspects of, of yeah. that entire plot towards the end yeah. of the movie, the, the, that act. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just surrounded by far too much destruction. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh... <clears throat> um, I did like, uh, uh, you know, again, but that also comes down to like part of all the Krypton stuff, right. which I just really enjoyed. Right. Uh, and, and like one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie actually uh, was uh, when uh, Clark first discovers Jor-El in the ship. Yeah. And then Jor-El gives him the history of Krypton, and it's like this weird shadow puppet. 1920s right. paper. I forget what those are called. Yeah. Like the spinny things. Yeah. yeah. With like, a candle in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking amazing. Yeah. I wish the whole movie was this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, it just it came down to just the relentless destruction and action and just how like, like for all the stuff that I didn't like about how serious and broody and grim all the character stuff is. Mm-hmm. At least it was character stuff. Mm-hmm. And so then when we get to the action portion, it just like that all gets ignored and we are just in for destruction porn. Well, yeah, and I don't even think the beginning was just character stuff. There was just enough action. Right. There was just enough clerk secretly saving people. Right. To make it really interesting. Yeah. And then, yeah, destruction porn. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it was, you had to squint at points to figure oh, out what man. was going on. Like, I couldn't look at the screen directly sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It was way too much. Yeah. Uh, it was blurry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it shaky like Michael Bay. Make, like Michael Bay had yeah. done it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and again, it comes down to, I think, you know, from the you know, Superman Returns, he doesn't punch anything. He punches <laughs> everything. <laughs> Punch all the things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, Joe and I were talking about this movie last Did night. Did Joe like it any more after consideration? Because uh, I know he was pretty ick. He's still pretty ick okay. about it. He and I are, are kind of in agreement, pretty okay. much. Like, like just down to all the details. Like, mm-hmm. like we are of the same mind about mm-hmm. that movie. Uh, but we were talking about it, and we were talking about how you know, because like the Tim Burton, you know, Superman, and then you know Kevin Smith got involved, and then which I also thought think would have been a oh, terrible yeah, idea, right? 
but then like you read like the accounts of like what John Peters, the producer, wanted for that movie, and like polar bears and giant spiders and all that, and mm-hmm. uh, you know just you know, ridiculous bullshit. Mm-hmm. And as we were talking about it, we realized that there's a polar bear in this there movie. There is, yeah, and a giant spider. Wow. Because the uh, Zod's world engine. Yep. Looks like a, a big ass fucking spider. spider. <laughs> wow. So it also makes me wonder how much influence he had on this mm-hmm. movie, too. Because he's still listed as a producer. Maybe that's just a nod. Maybe that was a joke. Could be. Maybe. I don't know. It was a really good one. <laughs> if it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely more subtle than an actual giant spider. Right. But still, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, like, just, just, once the, the action started, it just, man, I just, uh, the movie just ended for me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even mind so much the terraforming destruction. Right. It was a little much, yes, um, but I didn't mind it as much as Superman and Zod's whirlwind of destruction. Uh, I think... Superman wouldn't let that happen. No, yeah. And and, and that's the thing. That's why, mm-hmm. at the end, ultimately, this isn't Superman. Uh, which, you know, again, let's, let's talk about this for a second. Mm. What the fuck is it with DC and their inability to accept that they have superhero characters? I'm so fucking mad at DC right now. We can talk about it after the break. Okay. Like, I am almost completely fucking done with DC. A company that has Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, and they're still managing to fuck everything up. Right. Sorry. No, yeah. I mean, you're right, though. And Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and it just comes down to, like, you know, I don't know what happened uh, that, that caused them to just hide and cower, because... Marvel. Well, yeah, but Marvel is doing it right. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, they are embracing the fact that, hey, these are Mm larger-than-life superhero characters. Mm -hmm. They are grounded in some reality, but for the most part, fuck it, let's just have fun. Mm -hmm. And that is what they are. Even Captain America, Mm -hmm. which is probably the darkest, you know, more dour Marvel movies to come out. Oh, yeah, 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 I would totally agree with that. You know, it's still also a little fun. Mm-hmm. And and you know still true to the character mm-hmm. and and just everything about it was right. Mm-hmm. And then when we bring Steve into the modern day with the Avengers, it's just super fun. And, yeah, and it's colorful. Yeah, and the characters are the characters. Yeah, like even fucking Hawkeye with his bullshit leather bondage gear. It's still Hawkeye. <laughs> I still like Hawkeye's leather bondage gear better than that stupid fucking winged mask. So. I love the winged mask. No, I'm not a fan of the winged mask. <laughs> also, and Hawkeye picks up his arrows. Uh-huh. He runs out of arrows. He picks them up. Yep. Love that. Yep. Sorry, little details. Yeah. Details make And also, the... trick arrows. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, like, while watching the Avengers, and I mean, I liked it a lot, mm-hmm. but like, seeing Hawkeye actually use trick arrows is not a thing that I would have guessed was going to happen. Right. I just thought they'd be just him just using regular arrows because who the fuck has trick arrows? Right. Hawkeye. Yes, trick arrows. (laughs) And then, on the other hand, we have uh, the DC character, Green Arrow, who apparently is not allowed to be called that 
on his TV show being grim and gritty and dour and using real arrows because he's dangerous and a killer. Except for the occasional USB arrow that he has. <laughs> Man, I tried really hard. I think I only made it through two episodes of Arrow. I watched like seven. And I really only tried for John Barrowman. Right. Because I love me some John Barrowman. Right. Couldn't do it. Did not like it. Did not like anything about it. It's not a good show. No. Uh, it's, 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 and it, again, it all comes down to it's Warner Brothers and DC being ashamed of yeah. the properties that they have. You know, and I mean, and like maybe you could argue that that started with Smallville with the whole, you know, no tights, no flight. No, because I don't think that was the point. I think that was the, the show was about Clark Kent, not about Superman, and they stayed faithful to that. Right, but, you know, after ten seasons of it, you could tell that they were just struggling trying to figure well, out how to agree. continue that. Agree. Um, without having the costume, and then they started giving him a costume. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I honestly feel like that is part of what has happened you know, with this. Yeah. Because they were just saying, okay, well, we're not going to make any cutesy references to, you know, the person that he will become, you know, except at the end. Or, or they make slight cutesy references throughout, but for the most part, they, you know, they're just, mm -hmm. you know, in their little world. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the Nolan Batman movies also did that. But the thing is that that works for Batman, kind of. Yeah. But they also called him Batman. Right. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and Batman is such an adaptable character anyway that you could do so much Pretty with much, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Superman, not as adaptable. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah this movie wasn't as dark as I thought it would be, though, with Zack Snyder doing it. It was still pretty dark. It was, it was dark. Much darker than I thought I ever would have liked a Superman movie to be, mm -hmm. but not as dark as I expected it yeah. to be. This is pretty much exactly what I expected really? this movie to be. Yeah. Uh, I was honestly surprised at the parts that I did like, mm -hmm. um, but you know, I mean, I don't, I don't need to see Superman, you know, becoming Jesus, you know. Agreed. I'm so over that. And can I just tell you, when he was in the church talking to the priest, I'm sorry, when he was standing in the door, I had a relatively quiet theater. But I heard the guy behind me whisper, Oh, that's really good symbolism. And I wanted to turn around and be like, No, it's not! I just got smacked over the head with a metaphor! It's not even close to symbolism! It's like Neo dying, spoiler alert, in the crucifixion position! Right. Jesus! Exactly. A little subtlety. Yeah. yeah, Superman's not Jesus. No. Yeah. He is, uh... Then Superman would be really pissed if you compared him to Jesus. Right. Because he's probably a good Christian. Right. Even though he's from fucking Krypton. Right. Well, he's from Kansas. Thank and that's you. the thing. You know, he was born on Krypton, but he is from Kansas. Mm -hmm. He is from Smallville, Kansas. Mm -hmm. You know, he is a farm boy... He's probably kind of a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe even a little racist. <laughs> I don't know. About 
<laughs> he's an alien who didn't see a black guy until he was 19. Oh, I know Pete was black in Smallville. Yeah. Pete was like an albino in Man of Steel, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but also, it was more uh, faithful to the Pete. It Ross was. Now. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Except uh, Pete actually made something out of himself and wasn't the manager of an IHOP. Right. <laughs> Pete Ross in the comics was the vice president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, origin story. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you can, you can, <laughs> there's still plenty of places he can go. From, I'm sure. Ah, uh, you want to take a break? Superman just really? Yeah. Uh, so we didn't get to the part where I wanted to spoil the shit out of it. Oh, okay. Um, what? What am I? Am I not remembering? I don't remember anything that could be a spoiler other than the uh-uh moment. Um. Well, this moment. Okay. <clears throat> during the the massive uh, Superman Zod battle. Right. Um. Where first of all, let me let me say this like uh. You know, like a lot of interviews and whatever I've read about how everyone was so impressed with how Henry Cable just was so buff and then bulky as Superman and muscular. I didn't think he was that big. I thought he, he was appropriately big. He was pretty big. He wasn't like dudes in the 300. <clears throat> no, but uh, he was He was still, you know, uh, pretty cut. Yeah. Uh, you know, and um, uh, I've always been a uh, of the belief that uh, a Superman shouldn't be super bulky. 
Because uh, what is there on this earth that could cause him to build up mass mm-hmm. when he can lift up anything mm-hmm. uh, with little to no effort? Yeah. 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 Uh, I didn't think he was inappropriately buff, though, for that. Eh, he, he was pretty big. Okay. But aside from that, yeah, yes. again, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know... So so everyone's saying, you know, like like they had the shirtless scene so that you could see that it wasn't just the suit that was making him look that big. You know, like Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. Or, oh. Uh, you know, like a rubber you know, uh-huh. muscle suit underneath. Uh, but, you know, uh, nobody's mentioning how fucking cut Michael Shannon and uh, Russell Crowe look in those same suits. I didn't notice Russell Crowe as much, but Michael Shannon, yes. Yeah. And yes, his everything was CG on him, correct? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think no? everything was. Okay. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think he was doing the thing he was doing. Okay. I think it was just a muscle suit or whatever. Okay. And Russell Crowe, you really only notice it at the beginning of the movie when he's riding that uh, dragon. Yes, thing. yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, and they they took off the battle armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway. Just, just a thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, and also, one thing that nobody is fucking talking about, but, you know, it's like they can't not talk about it about the Star Trek movies. Mm. Goddamn lens flares. This movie is fucking full of them. It did have a lot of lens flares. I noticed it, and I feel like they're like, oh, J.J. Abrams was really good at this. Let's do this, too. Right. That I did not... Yeah. Think was necessary. Knew who. No. Because uh, I never noticed it in a J.J. Abrams movie until Star Trek Into Darkness. And uh, and yet, like, if if you go online and just look for anyone talking about J.J. Abrams, like, all they'll ever fucking talk about are lens flares. Where the fuck are these people and talking about <laughs> Men of Steel? Right. Because every fucking scene had a lens flare, yeah, I think. Yeah, there were a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. so, so the final battle between, uh, Zod and Superman, mm-hmm. uh, who, who was only referred to as Superman as a joke. Uh, yeah. I, you couldn't see it, but yes, I did just roll my eyes yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, the final battle there in, like, you know, Union Station or whatever the fuck they're in, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Zod, uh, uses his heat vision and he is about to, uh, kill a family of four. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, after oh. they have all, uh, okay. you know, killed the majority of the uh, population of Metropolis in their battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Superman snaps Zod's neck, mm-hmm. kills him, mm-hmm. uh, and then just drops to his knees and just wails. Mm-hmm. Um... That's not Superman. Which part? Killing him or crying over it? Um, the way that it happens. Okay. Uh, I am... Superman doesn't kill. That's the the one thing. Right. But Superman has killed in the past. Right. Um, and, and when he does, his reaction to that is appropriate. Mm-hmm. But there is no build-up to... Superman and his value of life. Uh, you know, like like how he values life. Uh, there is nothing in the entire 17 hours prior <laughs> that, you know, you know, 
like like I understand killing Zod because it is one of the only options, mm-hmm. and there were probably other options that don't involve it. But put that fucker back in the Phantom Zone, right? But for the sake of, of <laughs> this movie, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. Kill right. Zod, right? Mm-hmm. Agreed. I Agreed. don't don't have a problem with that. Mm-mm. What I do have a problem with is how it should be presented as the only resort that he has that he has such a value about life and this all comes from the Kents and their their raising of him. Had there not been the destruction porn, I would disagree with you. I would say that he did learn the value of life. But right. yes, after bulldozing through two cities, yeah. he wouldn't cry over killing Zod. No, yeah. Because, yeah, how many people died? He would have killed Zod before they bulldozed through two cities. Right. Uh, yeah, the, the, there's just... It was very contradic- contradictory, right. yes. Uh, and also maybe show a little effort uh, during the destruction of those two cities of Superman attempting to save people at the same time as battling all these Kryptonians. Agreed. Because uh, that is what Superman does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, there's a perfect scene, and it's a, just a tiny small scene, and it's played for comedy in uh, the All-Star Superman book. Where, you know, uh, Clark and Lois are walking to Lois's apartment, and, you know, Clark is just stumbling around, and, like, you know, but at the same time as he's doing it, he is actually saving a person from getting hit by a piece of falling concrete from a passing train. Wow. And, you know, it's just, he does everything possible to save everyone as much as he can in the middle of doing other stuff. And so Superman fighting Zod or Feora or whatever. You know, there are perfect opportunities for him to just, you know, move people out of the way Mm -hmm, and protect mm -hmm. as many people Mm -hmm. as he can Mm -hmm. in the middle of this, but he's just not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And I, this stuff we're talking about right now, I probably would have given the movie an A had it not been for these specific things we're talking about right now. Right. Uh, It would turn into a Transformers movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, and there's one specific scene where, uh, uh, they're in the Smallville fight, uh, where the, the helicopter gets hit. Yep. <clears throat> Superman could have saved it. Yeah. Uh, like, like he, like, I think it's, uh, Stabler falls out of the, mm-hmm. the helicopter. Stabler from Law and Order SVU. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he saves him. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, oh, there's another thing that I, okay, sorry. Okay. Remind me about Stabler. All right. Uh, so he saves him, but then, you know, just lets the helicopter fly off into wherever, you know, he would have, Puts him on the ground and then go after the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Save everyone. Mm-hmm. That is Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Also did not like the fact that apparently three people in the military do all the jobs. Right. <laughs> Didn't really care for that a whole lot. Right. So what about Stabler? That. Okay. Because that, yeah. he was one of them. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know dick about the military. And I know that that's not how it works. Right. So. Uh, I heard someone on another podcast say this is the smallest big movie ever. Because there's like mm. eight characters in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't have a problem with, actually. Right. No, not no. at all. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, man of steel. You know, mm-hmm. you know we're going to focus on the one guy. Yeah. But, you know, just uh, it just seems like they got so much wrong when they got so many other things right, mm-hmm. it just, and then it, I think it just all comes down to David Goyer being terrible. 
And Zack Snyder not being a good enough director to take control of that script? No, because even if he did, I think it would still would have it may have been worse yeah. had he uh, had control over the the story. Yeah, uh, I don't know that, but whoever just allowed the last half hour of the movie to happen right. should not be allowed to participate in the second one. Right. And I also feel that Christopher Nolan's stamp on this is is not a good thing either. Really? Because he is all about realistic and dark and gritty. Eh, true, true, true. And that's not Superman. Right. I mean, like, the scene where Superman learns to fly is great. Right. Because he's jumping that, around. That, I think that might be where I saw Christopher Reeve's face. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, he's smiling and, like, he, yeah. he is... Like, for the first time in the movie, you feel like he is truly in love with what he can do, mm-hmm. and it's great, yeah. and then forgotten. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, any time that, like, he smiled, it was like, that's Superman, mm-hmm. and then just immediately just murdering millions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, ultimately, yeah, I was not a fan of Man of Steel. Mm. But I'll see a sequel. I'll see a sequel. I'll buy this one. I will just use my forward button on my Blu-ray player to yeah. skip through the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did like that Steve Lombard was in it. He was, was the bald reporter from the Daily Planet. Ah. Uh, just a minor supporting character in the comics. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, who's that guy? Nice. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like the LexCore nods. I did, yeah. The the Wayne Enterprises as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> how disappointed were you when you sat through the credits and there was nothing? I didn't, because as I was sitting there, I was like, okay, I have to fucking pee. So I turned my phone back on and Googled if there was uh-huh. uh, shawarma. Yeah. And the accounts of shawarma that I did read said it was... A three-minute clip of the Lone Ranger. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck it, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> I also had to pee incredibly. And you sat and waited. I sat and waited. Uh, yeah. With with like seven other people in the theater mm-hmm. who just all sort of what? Yeah. Was there a Lone Ranger clip after yours? No. Okay. I think that only happened in like uh, London. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. The UK. The UK. UK. Uh, so that was our two hours on Superman almost as long as the actual movie hey you want to tear stuff up for 45 minutes now okay Okay. yeah Yeah. Uh, that's really all I've done since the last time yeah you went to Chicago I did go to Chicago first time there right Uh, yeah that's my second favorite place in the world Is that it? I've ever been. Where's your first? Puerto Rico. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Puerto Rico. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I went to Chicago. How'd you, how'd, you, how'd you enjoy that? Um, I would have liked a little more time. Of course. Um, I think you'd say that for any time you go Well, to. this is very, very true. Yeah. I did not enjoy it as much as Toronto. All right. There was a lot more driving that had to be done mm-hmm. instead of just walking to where right. you wanted to go. Yeah, it's a big city. Yeah. Well, so is Toronto, but you, it's still walkable. Like, everything you n- need or want to see is 
is walkable. You are also staying in a... Uh, uh, a suburb. A suburb, right? We are staying in a suburb, but even the area where the convention was, the mm-hmm. show. Because uh, uh, it's the same place that... Uh, it was the center on Halstead. Mm-hmm. It's uh, next to Wrigleyville, which yeah, is cool. right. Uh, there's a ton of places around there, you know, to, to really? walk around. Oh, yeah. All I there's saw a were... Whole Foods there, wasn't there? Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, because the couple times Jason and I went for a convention we, we weren't exhibiting at, we were just going to, mm-hmm. uh, was in that same place, mm-hmm. that same building. Uh, yeah, this is like a neat little Thai restaurant across the street from there. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's just all that, like, I think in the city proper, there's, mm-hmm. there's tons of stuff that you can just walk to to, yeah. to go to. Yeah. But I think, yeah. yeah, when, where you were staying out, and then the the boonies, yeah. As much as there are in Chicago, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. You do have to drive quite a bit to get to you know, the center of things. Yeah, but even the area where the convention was, yes, there were tons of things around it, but it was restaurants and stores and things, right? And like, I couldn't walk to a museum or, okay, or anything right. like that. But I still enjoyed the town very right. much. Very minor complaint that is. Yeah. I would say that's an incredibly minor complaint. Yeah. You're just being petty. No, I'm just a minor complaint. Toronto is not as good as you say it is. I think Chicago it is. was the best. I think it is. Chicago rules, Toronto drools. <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck wants to walk to a museum anyway? I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I really liked it. Also, people seem to be in much more of a hurry. Mm-hmm. It's the hustle. Oh, hustle. oh, my, but, no. I thought, like, hot dogs were a thing in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Chicago dogs? Mm-hmm. No? Uh, somewhat, but no, not really. It's okay. pizza. Okay. All right. I had that twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Heard you went to my favorite restaurant. We did. Yeah. We did. We got pizza there, and we got pizza at a place, like, in the downtown downtown called right. Pizzeria Do. Yeah. Jesus, it was good. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a beef We did not get to go to the Sultan, though, unfortunately. What's that? Falafels. Oh. And whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the beef sandwiches are a thing there. Really? Hot beefs. Really? Yeah. Hmm. A very Polish, uh, you know, uh, cuisine is, is okay. there. Okay. Large Polish community. Did not know that either. Yeah. Uh, did you guys have Mexican for breakfast? No, we uh, didn't. Yeah. We had Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. He couldn't remember where the Mexican restaurant where you guys uh, had okay. breakfast yeah. was. There's a Denny's not too far from uh, that hotel. Yeah. Help! There's a fucking restaurant in that hotel. We did eat at that <laughs> restaurant one night because I wanted a euro. Right. And they had euros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love everything about Chicago. Mm-hmm. Except that it's not Puerto Rico. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just curious. <laughs> Uh, so what did you do, though, while Jason was, uh, at the show? I sat there. Really? The whole time? Most. That sounds boring. (laughs) (laughs) The people watching was fun. Right. And the guy he shared a table with was, he was very quiet, but he was very nice and very funny. Mm -hmm. Which, (laughs) awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um... 
Yeah, I just kind of sat there a huh. lot. Um, had uh, dinner with Jenny, Joe's wife, Jenny, I which was that. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah. Well, you stole my trip to Chicago. Sorry. So, uh, you know, but uh, I forgive me. Yeah. It was your first time. I can allow it. You're not going back. It's my trip. That's fine. That's fine. That's yeah, not true. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who's that one? Uh, I don't know. It's I know pretty. the artist. Mm. Chris Pacello. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Wrigley. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you said uh, you wanted to talk about something about baseball. Oh, just that I was, you made a tweet that mentioned baseball, yeah. and I was not aware that you were a fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't watch regularly, mm-hmm. but uh, I do watch occasionally. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, mostly when I go to my dad's house, because he'll watch it. Okay. And, you know, I'll stick around. Uh, but I'm a Cub fan. Right. Uh, I have been for, for since I was uh, just a babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, part of the uh, my love of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the, the the first trip that Jason and I went there, uh, when I found out that uh, the place where we were going was going to be, like, a block away from Wrigley Field. Right. I was like, fuck, we're going to Wrigley Field. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, to me, that was the most exciting part about uh, the whole trip. Honestly, it kind of, well, no, I take that back. The art museum, seeing the Van Goghs, yeah. almost caused me to have a complete emotional breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> but the Wrigley bit was a big deal. Oh, yeah. 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 And I don't even, I like, I give half a shit about baseball. Right. But Wrigley Field was a big deal. Yeah. 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 I'm not an obsessive baseball fan. I don't know stats. I barely know who is in first place or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I like the Cubs and I mm-hmm. like to watch it. And I used to play when I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like baseball. That's cool. I'm just not, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm too much of a, a nerd of other things to be a, a baseball nerd. Yeah, because baseball nerds are, like, mathematicians. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never played fantasy baseball. No. I don't think I will. Or, no. Uh, as uh, the comedian uh, Jimmy Pardo describes it, it's actually more just like uh, fantasy accounting. Yeah. yeah. And cussing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... Never enjoyed baseball until I went to a game. Mm-hmm. I've been to some Clippers games and one Reds game. And I think what helped me enjoy it more was the guy I went with, super baseball fan. Right. So he could tell me lots of anecdotes and stories and, hey, this is going on and this is a big deal because of this. And, right. And also his enthusiasm was contagious. Right. So I, the times that I've seen games live... It's been awesome. Yeah. And sometimes, like on a Sunday afternoon, or... See, I don't even know when they play baseball. Saturdays, usually. Okay, Saturday. Uh, if I'm flipping around TV and not seeing anything I want to watch... Actually, I'm, I'm going to say, they play baseball every day. You, don't they play, like, six games a day? Uh, not six games a day, but... You know, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, they play at least... They play I mean, a lot. You can find a baseball game a day okay. on TV somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if I go, oh, there's a baseball game, well, I'm going to watch baseball. Five minutes in, I'm like, I don't understand why this is the thing that you do. 
So I don't like watching it on TV. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, for the most part, uh, live experience is always yeah. better. Yeah. You know, uh, I, was, I haven't been to a live baseball game in 20 years, it's maybe. It's probably been 7 or 10 for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I've seen a couple of Reds games. I've seen Reds versus the Cubs, which is always better. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, like, I'm not a football fan at all, uh-uh. but even then, like, you know, if, I, if I'm at a live game, you know, I, I get kind of into it. Yeah. Yeah. I love basketball. Yeah. yeah. Basketball is one sport that I do enjoy watching on television. Yeah. I don't like watching hockey on television because I can never keep track of the puck. Right. Um, yeah, I've been to one hockey game ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I've been to... I, <laughs> I, I went to two <laughs> hockey games, but I've been to one. Right. <laughs> he told me that. And, like, when he said they didn't show up, I'm like, oh, is the game that shitty? He's like, no, they literally didn't show up. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, man, soccer is the worst, though. Really? Oh. Like, I've... See, that's the sport that I would... I would actively pursue an interest in. Really? If I could afford the sports pack, like if I just had money to piss out Mm -hmm. and buy those channels on cable, I feel like soccer is something I would enjoy. Really? Or rugby, because they beat the piss out of each other. Right. Uh, No, like when I was a little kid, like all my friends played soccer, and Mm -hmm. so I was dragged to multiple games. Boring as hell. Oh. And then uh, when I worked at the TV station, we had to run a few soccer games. Really? And they are drags. Uh. <clears throat> like, like, like I said, I, I don't enjoy football at all. But like when we were on football games, mm-hmm. I, was, I would get into it and I would watch it. And you know, like they're mm-hmm. also one of the easiest things for us to run. But oh. you know, as far as programming goes. Uh, but man, that soccer game was like, cause it's 90 minutes. Nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. And just, and like, nobody scored. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sports talk. <laughs> That's really all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you can get back into to regular nerdy shit. Mm-hmm. What what normal people classify as nerdy, even right. though if you're into sports, you're a fucking nerd. Thank you. Eat it, sports sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeseheads. <laughs> That's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. A cheesehead? Uh-huh. Is that a Wisconsin guy? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. A Packer fan. Yeah. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> See? I know sports. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so uh, I know that you hate DC comics, mm-hmm. uh, but I will say that I read a DC comic yesterday mm-hmm. that if I could be in love with a comic, it was that one. Do tell. Uh, DC yesterday started their new digital first series, uh-huh. Batman 66. Really? Which is the... Continuing comic book adventures of the 1960s Batman TV show. Fun. Fuck yeah, it is. Nice. Uh, I was 
I already pre-ordered it and subscribed to it as a Prince comic mm-hmm. uh, coming in like a month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, already like prepaid for like two, three issues of it already, and yet still decided to go ahead and buy the digital version wow. to read it, the first issue, and it's fucking great. Huh. Uh, I mean, because they, they have the the like the rights, like I guess like. About a year ago, maybe less, uh, DC finally got the rights to start ma- making merchandise oh. based off of the 60s TV yeah. show, which I guess they did not have the rights to at all. That always confuses me. Like, and the whole thing about the Marvel movies, like Fox owns the X-Men and right. Sony owns Spider-Man, I don't understand how that has happened. Right. I mean, I kind of understand, but at the same time, I don't. Right. Yeah, it's Sorry. Just yeah. Yeah, licensing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, this, uh, it's 99 cents for the first issue. Uh, they're doing weird things with the formats. Like, I know Marvel and some other publishers have done similar things, and this is DC just catching up to it. Mm -hmm. But, like, it makes me very curious to see how they're going to do it in a print format, Mm -hmm. because it is very interactive, as interactive as you can get. Like, like if you're just, you know, I don't right. know how much you've read of Very little. Yeah. I, I downloaded Comixology <clears throat> for my phone, but didn't enjoy it. Right. I mean, I knew I wouldn't get the full experience out of it, but it was just more frustrating than fun. Right. So I haven't done it a lot. Uh, you don't have a iPad or a tablet no. or anything like mm-hmm. that? Okay, well, I've got a, an Android tablet, and mm-hmm. I've used that to mm-hmm. read comics, and it's fun. Yeah, if I had a tablet, I would definitely be more into it. Right. Mostly because... You've seen my apartment. Right. I have a closet. I have nowhere to store comics. Right. Nowhere. And, and, and even my trades are getting a little out of control. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, my only problem with digital is the price. Yeah. They, like, there's no way that I want to pay full price for a comic I can't even no. hold. Mm-mm. So. Because know. we're not stupid. We know that not as much went into making that available to us as far as resources go not as far as manpower i'm not saying that but as far as resources go right you save a little we should save a little exactly you know especially if it is a book that's also available in print the same day yeah you know absolutely right yeah but like the way it is like because my my uh you know i I use a mail order service now to get my comics uh i can get print comics cheaper than i can digitally Oh, yeah, that's lame. Yeah. And, 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 like, you know, like, DC did have the deal where uh, if you wait a month, it drops a dollar, but now it's a two-month wait. Oh, fuck that! Yeah, but Marvel, like, doesn't drop any of their prices. Really? Yeah. Um, if you wait that long, does that mean you get second, third runs, or do you always get first run? I get first run. Okay. Because they compile them the week they come out. Gotcha. They just don't ship them to me until a month. That's weird. I think I get, like, four weeks worth of books at once. So, like, okay. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, so, like, whatever book comes out, like, two weeks from now, Mm -hmm. like, the very next day they will send me my package, Mm -hmm. and it will have that book and the previous three weeks. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so like, Satellite Sam came out this week, which mm-hmm. is a book I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that in, like, three, four weeks. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but, uh... Uh... 
sorry. Digital Your book, that book Batman 66. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, when you're reading it, it's like a landscape comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, like, you know, click it to move panel to panel. Uh, but what it'll do is, like, it'll keep that panel on there, and then you click it, and, like, a word balloon pops up. And then uh, click it again, and a second response word balloon pops up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you click it, and, like, you know, then there's, like, a color shift to, like, you know, like, change sort of, like, the, the dramatics of the story. Right. And you click it again, and then there's, like, a sound effect that pops up in, like, the Batman, the series, 60s series style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of awesome, but at the same time, it's like, how are they going to make that into a Prince comic? Well, not only that, I don't know. I don't know that that's what I want out of a digital comics experience. Oh, that's experience. not at all what I want either. Uh, you know, I, like I don't understand why a thing can't just be the thing that it is. Yeah, and I don't even really mind the flow of panel to panel, being able to see the full page, but right. also having each individual panel flow. Mm-hmm. I actually like that about digital comics. But all that other stuff, it seems like it's you can't call it a comic anymore. I mean. It still is, because it's also not a motion thing or anything yeah. like that. I hate those. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, it's like there's some things on popsicle sticks, and they're just moving it around. Right, I don't yeah. fucking like that. No, yeah, that's awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it was neat to see it uh, in effect once. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, when I buy a digital comic, I, I mean, I just want a comic. Yeah. You know, I don't need bells and whistles. I no. just need that story that I wanted to buy, but in a format that is not going to take up another quarter of my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, man, that was a fun story. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, they have the, the likenesses to, you know, Adam West and Frank Gorshin. Oh, and, fun! Yeah. yeah. And, and it's... This part, I'm still not entirely sure whether I uh, enjoyed or not, but, like, they... Because, again, it's digital, but they made the colors look sometimes like if it's a little offset, Mm -hmm. which is like, you know, as if it was a comic from the 60s -hmm. when they didn't have, you know, super fine printing techniques. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know that I like that on Mm -hmm. purpose. Yeah. You know, uh, but they also use some of that, like, uh, that dot matrix, uh, you know. Oh, that's kind of fun. You know, uh, halftone patterns Mm -hmm. and... uh, you know, yeah, it was super fun, and you know I love a well-adjusted Batman. Right, that is Eric's favorite well-adjusted Batman. Yeah. In fact, you should write well-adjusted Batman. <laughs> well, I would, except that uh, it's already happening. Oh, well, okay, 66. fair, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, if you've ever liked the Batman '60s series, then man, this is great. I'll check that out. Because, because. It's a comic, and so they can do a ton more things with it that right. you can never do on the TV show. But at the same time, it's got the tone and, right. and the flavor of that, and it's great. That's cool. That's very cool. And that may be the only good thing DC is doing. Really. Fuck. I'm so mad. And I wrote an article about it for Big Shiny Robot. I haven't published it yet because I haven't actually seen the book. Okay. And I don't... If they're trolling me... They've almost won. I don't want to publish the article until I see the full book. Okay. To see if it's a joke or just what's going on. It's the new He-Man. Okay. Is Do you it, know what I'm talking about? Is it uh, the thing that uh, Jill Pantazzi pointed yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah. Is it true? Is it a joke? No, it's a thing. Fuck that! 
I don't know what it's from. I don't know who it's drew it. It's from the new He-Man. I don't know who wrote it or drew it. Right. But it's from the new Masters of the Universe I know, book that they're putting out. Because Keith Giffen, uh, you know, is writing, I think, the main Masters of the Universe book. Mm-hmm. But I know also that they've published some digital first you know, books mm-hmm, as well, mm-hmm. and then there's like spinoff miniseries or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I know Keith Giffen is involved, okay. you know, writing-wise, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I saw that page of, of Tila just stripping in front of everyone, including her dad. Right! Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it hurts my stomach, I'm so bad. And Eric can attest to this. I'm, I'm not like that. Yeah. I don't mind boobies. I like boobies. Yeah, boobs are good. I love boobies and dragons. Yeah. Boobies are fine. I don't mind Power Girls boob window. Like, I don't mind sex in comics. Because right. you know what other superhero is sexy? Hmm. All of them. Right. That's the point. Yeah. Aesthetically sexy, morally sexy, I wish I were that person sexy, or right. just hot sexy. Right. Superheroes are sexy. Yeah. But for fuck's sake. Because it's the dumbest thing ever. There is literally... That's why I want to see the whole book. The book. To make sure I'm not overreacting. There is literally no point. Right. Tila is already sexy. She already has a skimpy costume. Mm -hmm. Yes. As Eric mentioned, she... They are walking down a hallway, and she is disrobing, and one of the characters she is walking with is her dad. Right. And also, they seem to be, like, according to the dialogue, seem to have come from a funeral. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then, yeah, she just disrobes down mm-hmm. there her broad panties mm-hmm. and boots. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, yeah, for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And nobody is saying anything about no. it. No. Just, like, why the fuck is this happening? Yeah, and beyond the the part of me that's angry as a feminist about it, the, the writer in me is pissed because that's shitty comic making. Yeah. Like, people got paid to do this. Yeah. Editors said, yes, this is a good idea. Right. <laughs> like, like, I can... Because the way the, 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 the page plays out makes me think that it's all on the artist. Yeah. Like, I don't think that was part of the script. I hope... Hope it wasn't part of the right? script, especially if Keith Giffen was uh-huh. the writer of it, uh, because there is no point to it other than the artist was. Well, I don't want to draw these four people walking down a hall. <laughs> that one character has is hard. Tits. Yeah, <laughs> this character has tits. Swirly. We should see them. <laughs> and they're not even wearing their normal costumes. No, mm-hmm. they're wearing you know funeral attire. Right, funerary. Eternian funeral. <laughs> band name. Eternian funeral. Black metal band. Eternian funeral. Yes! Yes! It's awesome. I'm way better at making up band names than I ever was at playing an instrument, which is kind of sad, but it's true. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <clears throat> um... People are also pissed off because in the next frames, next panels, I don't know, something goes boom, and she gets pinned under a bookcase in her skivvies and has to be rescued by men. I'm not nearly as upset about that because there could be a point to that. Right, yeah. I don't see anything beyond these 
these two pages, but... Right. <sighs> the previous pages, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a dude. But right? It just makes so no sense. No. It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in a comic. Yep. I've seen a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I was pissed when Superman and Wonder Woman hooked up. Right. It's like, that's shitty. Yeah. It's lazy fucking comics writing. Yep. This makes that look like it should win a Hugo Award. <laughs> and I like I don't get mad very yeah. often either. Right. Like not at all. I'm pretty easygoing. If I don't like something, I'm usually just like, eh, hey, it's not for me. Right. Somebody else should enjoy that. If you enjoy this, I don't like you. Yeah. Like and that's I, how mad I am. I mean, like, you know, like some people are like, I've never given DC another penny, and that's fine. Cause it is dumb. You know, and I'll still buy whatever DC books I do like. Right. Uh, See, I'm not there yet. There's a part of me that wants to be like, fuck you, I'm done with you. But right. then there's another part of me that's like, oh, Superman. Right, yeah. <laughs> Grant Morrison. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, I wasn't reading the, the He-Man books. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't going to. No. Despite the fact that I was a huge fan when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm also 34 years old, and, uh, maybe some things I just shouldn't be reading anymore. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, but yeah, I saw that, and it was just like, yeah, like, like, I'm not offended by it, uh, you know, because, because again, I'm a dude. Again, just I am, from, and I'm so not easily offended. Right. But, like, I totally understand yeah. why you would be. And totally understand why why a Jill Pentazzi would be. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, yeah, yeah, but but from my perspective, it's just like there was no point. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think at the core, that's probably where you're coming from too. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's just like it's because yeah, you know, it's boobs and yeah. whoever, yeah. like writer artist. I mean, writer artist, whatever. The fact that the editor. Let that go. Yes. I mean, that should be a thing where you're in it's like, well, why is she taking off her clothes? That should not have made it past pencils. No, yeah. It makes zero sense. Mm-mm. Like, like I'm fine with sexy in comics, because like Absolutely. you said, superheroes are sexy. Yeah. To the core. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but when you have something like that happening, it should be for a reason. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing that indicates why this is happening. And, and again... Who knows? Maybe in the previous page, something is happening. Maybe somebody threw up on her. Right. I don't know. Again, it's still shitty comics making. Oh, there yeah. wasn't any vomit on her. Nope. <laughs> and also, uh, wait till you get to your room. Right. You're going there anyway. Or at least going with Adam. He's gay. Right. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it's like. You're just gonna drop all of your clothes in the hallway? Mm. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. That's just messy. Yeah. <laughs> it's inconsiderate to attorney as maids. Attorney as maids. But no, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's bad as mm. far as the sexism thing goes, but it is terrible as a story. Yeah. Because. Oh, you're dumb. Yeah. You're dumb. And I don't want to, like, just repeat the whole thing that I wrote for Big Shiny Robot, but I have to say this, too. I'm going to publish it. Let me publish it first before you put the podcast up. Okay, Um, Like, who is that for? 
are they trying to gain or secure hetero male readers? Right. Because they're already You're good. There. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're already there. Uh, and then, I mean, yeah, because, cause, I mean, yeah, they're going to read no matter what. Yeah. Because if they're going to buy a He-Man comic, uh, they're going to buy a He-Man comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and, and, you know, yeah, because cause, cause that type of fan, uh, I mean, they're in. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're done. Yeah. You know. You you've got them. And I'm not even denying that there is a teeny tiny minuscule fraction of a percentage who does want that. Right. Oh, I'm sure there is. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know what? I don't think you're a terrible person. You know, you have a different interest in comics than I do. Right. But even those people who do want Tila to strip. Right. I would hope want it to be relevant yeah. to the story. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, okay. I haven't had sex in like six years now. (laughs) (laughs) I am lonely and desperate. (laughs) But when I'm reading a comic, never, ever have I said, man, this would have been so much better if Storm would have just taken off all of her fucking clothes. Right? Right? Because... At the end, it's a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh. And hey, if you're into that... That's what anime is for. That's yeah. what manga is for. Right. <laughs> that uh, was probably judgmental. Yeah. Partially racist of well, me, but... I'm judgmental anyway about this whole thing, because uh. honestly, my thing that I was going to say was, you just need help. <laughs> if, uh, if you are into cartoon ladies <laughs> taking off their clothes... <laughs> No matter what format or genre, <laughs> you could see a professional. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt, probably. And again, I like boobs, and I like right. artists that can do them well. Right. Uh, but, you know, again, like I read uh, Brian Wood's X-Men number one, I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Never once did I say it would be great if they just all took off their clothes and dogpiled. Because <laughs> it wouldn't. No. <laughs> Let's go, let's go, that's what fan fiction is for. There, how yeah, about that? there we go. <laughs> and actually, I did just watch Man of Steel X that I'm reviewing for the site as well. But at least that, you know what you're going into. Right. And it's also real people. Yes. Uh, but if you pick up an issue of Masters of the Universe, why Ooh, I just got even more pissed, because kids are probably buying that. Yeah, maybe. Which... No, no, I do not think that kids should not be exposed to the human form. Right. I think that kids should not be exposed to fucking misogyny. Right. <laughs> I mean, fuck, when I was a kid and you started reading X-Men books, I mean, half of the X-Men were all fucking each other. Mm-hmm. And so, right. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it also was not gratuitous and for no purpose. No. It was part of the soap opera of the book. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, like I'm, I'm half a feminist when it comes down to it, you know. But no, 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 you're a feminist if you believe that chicks and dudes are equal. You're a feminist. Yeah, feminist. I'm still waiting for the word. sandwich you're supposed to be making. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm hungry. Want to take a break and get something to eat? No. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> I think it's like three. I should probably go home pretty soon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah. Uh, I had to get. Thank you for letting me get my rant out. Oh very, no, no, yeah. I mean, this is partially what the show should be, right? Instead of all that other bullshit we just did. <laughs> my my two hour rant about how I did not like Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we shouldn't. Uh, we shouldn't be trying to set out to solve the world's problems, right. but uh, we should talk about them when yeah. it's relevant to what our interests are. Yeah, and that is, and then yeah. yeah, it's it's just it's just dumb. No, and for a little perspective, I don't know if we have listeners that have never met me in person. I really don't get upset at Psylocke's costume doesn't bother me. Right, like I I don't get offended and I don't get upset. And I don't think chicks who do skimpy cosplay are bad people. I just... I think they're the best people. <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you see that Mystique cosplay I posted on my Tumblr yeah, a couple days ago? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and then my, my, my ex-girlfriend, uh, she was into, like, Lady Death and Vampirella. Right, right. Which are all, you know... Definitely. Vampirella wears a rubber band with a collar. Right, yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> those are definitely the stereotypes of, of you know, right. oversexed women in comics. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, and, and that's what she's into, and that's cool. Yeah. And, and uh, but, you know, at the same time, there there is a difference between that and, like, the, the He-Man thing. Absolutely. And, there is. Yeah. <clears throat> and at least those two characters, I mean, they are... That is what they are presented as. Yeah. Tila is not. No. Yeah. Tila is not even, like, there is no soap opera in Masters of the Universe. Right. Tila she is, is not a, war- a sexual being. No, she is a warrior. Yeah. She has a headdress made out of a fucking cobra head. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, and yeah, none of, the, none of the Masters of the Universe characters are sexual beings. No. You know, and there's... Except maybe Fisto. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Right? Fist bump. <laughs> Fisto bump. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, uh, that's just so dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, no, yeah, like, like, I've been reading a lot more lady-centric comics lately. Really? Yeah. Such as? Uh, Captain Marvel, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read... Uh, uh, Do you know what I love most about Captain Marvel? She's a female superhero, but her gender has nothing to do with the book. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's what it should be. I, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, I read the uh, the Brian Wood X-Men uh, mm-hmm. series, which I enjoyed the first right. issue. Um... I read uh, Journey into Mystery, the first trade paperback. Oh. I think you would love it. Really? Yeah. Cool. It's great. Okay. I think I kind of like it better than Captain Marvel. Really? Yeah. It's also being canceled. (laughs) Way to go, Eric. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would uh, lend you the first trade, but I gave it to my friend Amanda. That's cool. Who returned to me my Captain Marvel trades. Awesome. Which she enjoyed. (coughs) Excuse me. Are you reading Saga? Uh, no. Fucking hell, Saga's good. It's so good! It just it's, does not look like a book for me. Really? Yeah. Mm. I'm just not into that type of sci-fi fantasy aspect of comics. Mm. And, uh, 
yeah. Just... If you want to borrow the first trade, let me know. I feel like that part of it is such a small part that it's more character focused than the elements focused. Right. Yeah. To me, it is. Right. But yeah, let me know if you're ever bored and want to read it. All right. I fucking love it. All right. I, I hear good things about it. Yeah. And it's just from the get go, like, I just was yeah. not interested. And also, Brian K. Vaughn can't end a comic to send his life. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, eventually, like, I know I would probably get into it. And then and they then, would just piss you off. And then, yeah, like, the last issue would come out. Like, okay. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> so I did that with Why the Last Man and Ex Machina. Oh, I've never read either of those. I uh, recommend both of them. You will might get upset at the endings. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, both are available readily in various formats. Right. Uh, Sandman prequel. What yeah. do you think of that? Um, was... I'm, read very little Sandman stuff in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't get too excited. Mm-hmm. But it's J.H. Williams, who I love mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, so I might be getting that. I'm definitely going to get it, because I loved Sandman. Right. But I'll, And even though it's Vertigo, it's still DC. Right. I feel like it's their head bobbing above water and taking a big old gasp before right. they bob right back down. Well, I think DC is capable of still putting out some good stuff. I just wish they would. Yeah, it'd be nice. Animal Man, I've enjoyed Animal Man. Uh, I've enjoyed... It's a very weird... Right. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, uh, I've enjoyed uh, Batman, uh-huh. the, the main Batman title. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> 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 uh, I, uh, All-Star Western was good, wasn't I, it? I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like... Uh, I like Wonder Woman. Um, I like, uh... I, like, I made it two issues. I didn't like it. Right. Yeah. I liked uh, Swamp Thing, and I liked Animal Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just dropped Justice League Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped Batgirl. Um, um, I'm probably going to wind up dropping Animal Man, and I'm probably going to drop Batwoman in the mm-hmm. near future. Like, I'm just waiting for a good right. stopping point. Right, right. It's Jeff Lemire... Gonna end his run on Animal Man? Uh, I don't know. They just announced a new regular artist. Really? So I think that's still going for a while. Mm. Uh, part of it is also that I want to try to support more creator-owned books. Yep. Uh, but also, just for the most part, DC does not seem to be making the type of books that I want to read. Mm-mm. And outside of you know, yeah, Batman and Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm also going to drop as soon as the creative teams leave. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't believe there's been a release date yet, but Grant Morrison is, is doing a Wonder Woman book. So I'll get that. I will buy the fuck out of that Grant book. Grant Morrison, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's also got a uh, maxi series or something coming out that yeah. I'll get, Multiversity or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm getting some of the Vertigo books. Uh, I'm going to buy uh, The Wake, which is uh, Scott Snyder and uh, mm. Sean Gordon Murphy. And then Jeff Lemire has a new uh, book coming out yeah. for Vertigo. I'll get that. Yeah, I'll get that, definitely. He's he's in the Furniture Snare Drum Club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not for me, but I like him he a lot. Yes, yeah. That's that's the only reason I'm still buying Animal Man. Right. I think at this point, just due to funds, even if I were still enjoying it, I don't know that I would keep buying it, at least in single-issue form. Right. I might switch to trades. But since he's still on it, I'm buying single issues. Yeah. Um... I did, uh, I seem to be buying a lot more Marvel books than I had been. Because they're better now. They are. 
Like, like, and you know, I've never been one of those. Uh, Me neither. You know, Marvel or DC. You know, no. just like uh, whoever's putting out good stuff, yeah. I'm gonna buy. And uh, but it seems to be a cycle, and right now DC isn't the crapper. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> and I think it comes down to the same stuff we were talking about earlier. It's because they are ashamed of what they are, mm-hmm. and they're they're trying so hard mm-hmm. to appeal to the most people possible. And at the same time, making it appealing to no one at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Ding! Yep. Yeah. Uh, whereas Marvel, like, uh, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of their sort of approach to comics either, but at least they can allow for individual type things to happen, like mm-hmm. Hawkeye mm-hmm. or Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Avengers Assemble, like under Kelly Suda comic, is yeah. like the best super team I've read in a while. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm liking Bendis' X-Men books. Uh-huh. Me too. Uh, a lot. Yeah, I'm super surprised about that. Yeah. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, of course, is I'm consistently good. I've almost never followed a Spider-Man book for very long. Um, I like Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it when it comes to me and Spider-Man. Um, <clears throat> what else am I getting from there? Seems like I'm getting, I'm getting all new X-Men and Uncanny X-Men. I'm getting those. I'm getting regular X-Men. I'm not getting regular X- Wait. Brian Wood, uh, all-lady team. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've gotten the first issue of that. <clears throat> um... Yeah, Hawkeye. I'm getting FF. FF. Uh, yeah. Captain Marvel, Avengers Assemble for now. <clears throat> I think that's it for Marvel for mm-hmm. me. Uh, Daredevil. Yeah. And Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I need to start reading Deadpool. It's fun. I, I really like Brian Posehn. Yeah, it's just ridiculous fun. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll get a trade of that. Yeah, I recommend it. Um, but yeah, you know, and like, you know, I've, I've been trying to get more creator-owned stuff, and so, like, I've been trying to cut out a few of the Marvel and mm-hmm. DC books and, and what I've been getting, uh, especially, like, Image just announced, like, a whole slew of new books, like, the other day. Really? Yeah. I'll uh, have to look that up. Yeah. Cool. I think Pat Fraction had at least two books announced. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> In addition to Satellite Sam and Sex Criminals. <laughs> nice. Uh... <laughs> Rick Remender has a new book coming out that sounds pretty interesting. I feel like I haven't read anything by him in a long time. Uh, weren't you getting Uncanny Avengers? No. No? I mm-hmm. thought you were. Yeah, I was supposed to. Okay. It wasn't in my file. Alright. <clears throat> Alright. I don't pipe up when something's not in there, though, because, you okay. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But yeah, he like he announced like three books or something like that. But huh. one of them sounds like super interesting. Cool. Uh, it's called Black Science, which title alone also sounds cool. Yeah, it does. Uh, but then he described it as Conan and Bongs. Wow. <laughs> and it's also drawn by like an artist I love uh, by the name of Matteo Scalera. I am familiar with him. Yeah. Usually, I know writers, and I'm not very good with artists, but I know who he is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I do want to try to support creators more than, than Marvel and DC. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a fucking slave to all of it, so, yep. you yeah, because I'm weak. Because <laughs> we're not superheroes. Nope. <sighs> yeah. All right. So, uh, maybe by the next episode we'll have seen at least Pacific Rim. Fuck 
yeah, I'm going to see Pacific Rim and something else, I think. I'm going to see Lone Ranger. I feel like something else comes out this month I want to see. Is the Wolverine out this month? Maybe. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I'm pretty excited about that. I'm kind of excited about yeah. that, too. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's other movies. Mm-hmm. There. I feel like July is the month that's going to break me. <clears throat> right. And I'm going to let it. Saturdays and Sundays. First showing, five bucks. Yeah, I don't. I go to the Gre- Regal though, uh-huh. because I have their rewards card. Uh, okay. I have a free movie waiting right now. Right. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for coming by. Thanks for on having this me. holiday day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me. Um. <laughs> Hey, we'll see you next time. Word! You have been listening to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Subscribe to the show from ssp.guttertrash.net or iTunes and leave us a review. Visit ssp.guttertrash.net to find email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and to the other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thank you for listening to the Stupid Sexy Podcast.